you see that thing a few weeks ago? It was now the Juventus women's team. Yes, I did. Yeah, how do I describe this without basically they had wider players making Chinese eyes? No, oh no, no, it gets better. It gets better. They had an um, do you know how you send to be a mojo with a wee sad face with the two fingers either side? Oh, that one. They did something like that, but the wee face in the middle was kind of like eyes that were closed. Best way to describe it. So not only did they have a picture, so it's this whole kind of idea that somebody took a picture of somebody doing Chinese mm-hmm. eyes, like a photo shoot, not something random in the pub, an actual proper photo shoot. Somebody's put it on the Twitter. They then made a decision to make fucking a wee emoji out of it, and then hit send, and it was up for hours. So fire their marketing team. Mm-hmm. I need to send you this. It's it's one of the most incredible. Oh my god! It was in, it was insane how offensive this was, but how many layers of decision went into it before yeah it started off because you know how on football training grounds they have these wee cones that they use for dribbling in and out of and that kind of thing Uh Uh that kind of thing if you look at it it does look a wee bit like an old style like chinese style hat so obviously somebody said stick that on your head and we'll get a photo of you that's right they're wearing the hat. I've got about that. Yeah, they're wearing the hat. Yeah, uh-huh. I've got about that. Oh it my god, this eyes, just gets so, worse. Yeah, so that's where it started. I'll send you. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's uh, oh, yeah. I just oh. just reminded that that's that kind of how many layers of what the fuck do you get to before you mm-hmm. get to this stage? Uh-huh. I I'll say if I can find you the the thing. I I think I didn't obviously check on the Daily Mail because I want to give them clicks on an article like that. But mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's probably been taken down because I can't imagine. I mean. Yeah, I just, you do wonder. I mean, I get that clickbait is very much a thing, but when there are actual people, like, clinging onto airplanes and falling from the sky, like, who the fuck thought that, like, let's do an article on the fact their trousers are turned up slightly at the bottom. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, no, it's like, um, I'm all for clickbait and stuff in this kind of crazy world of social media. However, I don't think many people are clicking on that. I think they're just no. screenshotting it and then sharing it. Yeah. Although I don't know. I mean, obviously the Daily Mail readers are a particular oh, yeah, kind of reader, shall we say. But I think I think you've got two kinds of Daily Mail reader. I think you've got the ones that read it and take it as gospel. And I think they're a very, very small minority. I think the majority of their readership read, read like a comic. So uh-huh, like, like read it, take the piss almost. Uh-huh, yeah. Yes. Don't actually see it as a real newspaper of actual news, it's just like a parody. Which, well, and and just remember, kids, they sided with the Nazis, <laughs> yeah. And uh, they were against Megan Markle, so. says Mary. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, she, she, she's, she's anti Daily Mail for the uh, now stands, the new term. Yeah. Hey, guys, <laughs> for anybody that's just tuned in. You may have to listen to previous episodes to understand that Mary is not really a Nazi. You can't see me now, but I'm winking to the camera. (laughs) (laughs) I just have an obsession over that particular era. I'm fascinated by humanity being pushed to the brink. And I just, yeah, it takes up a lot of my my reading time and my my viewing time. It's just, but I'm not affiliated. Yeah, the, the just, fact that I'm she just... runs the boys from Brazil fan club has got nothing to do with anything. Don't, she's a, she's don't read into that. She's essentially the, fe- the female Lemmy. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you were going to say the female Lemmy. And I was like, oh, I've got my strike team t-shirt on. I don't know if you can see it. I'll stand up. Great. It's got Ted. Oh, I'll move. Terry's rubbed out at the bottom. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you can only wear this t-shirt if you've seen the first episode. If any of you have seen Free Guy yet, no. It's getting really wildly mixed reviews. It's absolute nonsense, but it's so much fun. It's got oh, some great cat. Yeah, yeah, it was a secret screen last week. Oh, fucking BuzzFeed spoiled the... Oh, the cameo. Spe- uh-huh. Oh, spe- it was their big fucking massive headline, and then they changed it to Marvel actor make special... And I was like, well, it's too late now, BuzzFeed. Yeah, because I was watching the film, and it was always kind of like IP in it. I'm going, who made that? Oh, it's Fox. Ah, yeah, Disney. <laughs> because there's a lot of stuff they get away with. I'm like, right, that's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know, it uh, is... It's getting quite mixed reviews. I, just, I, I can see it being light-hearted fun, though. It's got a very Ready Player One vibe, but it's more carefree. Right. I mean, to be honest, we have thought one of the best things that it was Channing Tatum. Uh, oh, I see it. Oh, man, I'm just reading spoilers left, right? <laughs> um, but he, he pops up right at the beginning, to be fair. Right at the beginning. Right, okay. Uh, oh, that's so cute. You cannot, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, just... <laughs> <laughs> it's good, though. Go and see it. No, it's, it's quite good. And uh, Julie Comer is brilliant in it as well. And she is awesome. So, do you know, I actually really should write more. I've got about seven different short stories in the go. That wasn't me berating you. You're like the most productive human I know. So, don't. I'm really not. Well, if I know it's productive human, you know, then Jesus. <laughs> is that a tiny cup you have, John? This one. That looks no. really small. Uh, yeah, it does look really small. No, it's just a standard size cup, you know? Do you know it's, it's not a standard size cup? No, that's definitely not. It's really thin. Like, yeah, thin crap. Yeah, and this is the crockery section of the, the, <laughs> the podcast this week, yeah. Is your missus been I... lying to you this entire time, making you cups of tea? And you, uh, <laughs> do, you go, yeah. do you go to work and think people have massive mugs when it's just like a normal-sized cup? Well, they oh, you meant for his... direct mugs. <laughs> <laughs> that nobody has ever bought, ever. You went to his no. missus, I was thinking the butler had given him the wrong cup. <laughs> oh, well, if the butler gave him the wrong cup, it would go backhand. Yeah, yeah. that's a fight him. Back to the pantry yeah, for like, you. It'd be like uh, the hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm st- I, I, see, when I think about the hunt, I'm still embarrassed by the fact that I changed my choice the last time, not realising we'd actually covered it in detail on the podcast. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Just, oh. It's been a year, John. It's been a hell of a year. Uh, yeah, well, to forget. Been, yes, you're allowed yeah. to forget. We've only seen so many films as well. We've got to have duplicates. Uh, Excuse me. Although, for some, I just remember the film there. Either you've seen Ready or Not. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I really like that film. Yeah, that's a that's a great film, isn't it? That's so good. Yeah. Well, that, that was, was really two good. years ago now. That's like two years old now. That film. It's crazy. Is at least, it? at least, because I see it in the cinema like before the yeah. pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that's right. Yeah, I remember. I've seen the cinema as well. I didn't see it in the cinema. I think we might have watched it on Prime, or I don't know if Chris bought the the Blu-ray, yeah. but I really liked yeah. it. I thought it was really good. I fucking love Samara Weaving. She's so good. She is Margot Robbie's like twin. How are they not related seen, at all? You all seen the memes when it shows like five different actresses and they all just look the same. And Margot yeah. Robbie and Samara Weaving, and there's like twelve, but I can't remember their names. You're just like, I have no idea who is who. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. They do that with like Katy Perry and Zoe Deschanel and all that. They all kind of look mm. slightly alike as well. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's dad's got a lot of explaining to do. That's for sure. Yes. Hollywood's a dirty place. <laughs> I watched uh, Rathaman the other night, the Jason Statham film. Have you seen that? No. It's no, maybe about two months, that? two, three months old. It's, it's actually it's Jason Statham doing a Guy Ritchie movie. And it's, oh, uh, right. he's uh, working as a 
a driver for a, an armored car company. Mm-hmm. It's all kind of mysterious why he's there and everything. And yeah, there's a sort of heist element to it as well. And the story is told from a couple of different perspectives. And it's actually, I, I really enjoyed it. There's some massive plot holes in it, but uh, it was cracking. It was, I was really liked it. And the, the soundtrack, oh man, it's this guy who uh, his primary instrument is the cello. So it's all based Ooh. on the cello and it's all really dark and deep. Same, he did the, the Gentleman as well. He did that film. I just watched oh, that yeah. the other weekend. Yeah, it's, it's the same sort of type of soundtrack on that, which I didn't really notice at the time, but I listened to it again after I'd listened to this because this soundtrack is like totally right up front, right from the very start, and you're going, yeah, this is good. But this is not a comedy film in any way. There's no right. comedic elements to it at all. It's totally straight-faced, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was excellent. Really good. Any film. unintentional comedy? No, oh, no, 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 no. no. It kept it very, very straight, and there's right. a, a couple of bits of like quite cringy violence in it as well. Usually directed towards other men, but it's, it's not like mm-hmm. you know like violence towards women and stuff. But it's very kind of offhand as well. You just don't expect mm. it, and then suddenly you're going, "Oh my god!" Oh, but, aye. So it's very, very straight. Apparently, it was based in a French film. Really? Roughly the same sort of idea, I think. It was for about 10, 15 years ago. But yeah, it was excellent. It's just kind of, it just came out without mm-hmm. too much fan. No, I, I heard out. of it, yeah, but I didn't realise it was like out, out. Oh yeah, it's been it's been out since uh, June or something. So, yeah. I recommend it. Have either you seen old? No. no. Good, bad, different? The, the idea is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. They execute. I, I don't know. There's some good actors in it. I don't understand what film they're all in because it's mm-hmm. got some of the most horrendous performances I've ever seen in a film. It's really, really bizarre. And it's got your man for the, the man in the high castle whose name escapes uh, me. Rufus Sewell, isn't it? He's aye. He's in it, and uh, it's just a really bizarre film how it's presented. It's just oh, like, it's almost like a. It's almost like a very arty stage play, but nobody can act. It's weird. It's really bizarre. It's really funny, unintentionally. unintentionally. Oh, God. The guy from Hereditary's in it, Alex Wolf. And I think, is Gael Garcia Bernal in it? Yeah. So 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 these actors are really good. And then in this film, it's almost like uh, M. Night is saying to them all, I want you to play this really, really badly. It's weird. It's just... Is it because the dialogue is bad that they're bad, or is it just they're bad? No, the exposition is incredible. It's like they're kind of standing about and they just start explaining the plot to you. Like, oh. well, I think the reason for growing old is those cliffs all there, and there's an iron oxide in the dust, and it's affecting our chemistry, and that's why the kids are around. Like, How did you know that? How did you figure that out? Just, just, just explain this to me. Right, <laughs> I hate when that happens because it's like, unless you're a fucking scientist, how do you know this? You're just meant to be a random guy. Do you know why my favourite examples ever of bad exposition in a film was Freddy versus Jason? Have you seen Freddy versus Jason, Betty? No. No. Basically, you seen it, John? No, I have not. It's brilliant. I would recommend it, seriously. I would genuinely recommend it. It's a great film. I think it's on Netflix. Story of the film is um, Freddy Krueger can't come back to life because the children of Elm Street have just forgotten about him. So they don't fear him anymore. So he's no power. So he finds Jason Voorhees in hell, resurrects him. Don't ask me what how, and then he gets Jason to kill the kids of Elm Street, 
they then think it's Shredder, didn't they, Kellen, and start to remember him and fear him again, which gives Shreddy's power. Mm-hmm. It's quite a simple plot in a lot of ways, right? But it's a scene that they're all sitting at the table. I do have a question. Why couldn't he mm-hmm. have just killed them to resurrect the fear of him? He's, he's not got enough power to, trans, to go back to the world. But he's got enough power to resurrect somebody else. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. Okay, Anyways, right, yep. 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 Mm-hmm. on board now, yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's a scene where they're sitting around yep. going, I mean, why is Jason killing us all? And what's this got to do with Freddy? And I swear, Sunday Tubman says, maybe maybe Freddy's using Jason to make us all scared of him because he's not powerful enough to do it himself. I expect <laughs> this just points the plot in the movie. And I bust out laughing going, how did you figure that out? <laughs> It's incredible, and it's such a throwaway line, but because of the kind of film it is, it gets away with it. It's a weird film as well, because all these actors in it that look like famous actors. Somebody looks like Brittany Murphy, somebody looks like Jack Black, somebody looks like John Cusack, uh, Jay for Jane Silent, Bob Clone. It's really weird. Do you think weird. they just went to a lookalike casting agency because they couldn't afford the actual people? Is that what's happened? That's what it's like. It's absolutely bizarre, but honestly, I would recommend this film. It's It's so much fun. It's so much fun. You don't have to have seen anything else either because it recaps all the films more or less in the opening scene. <laughs> really, really well. It, it does it really well. Also, it's not done badly. It's basically like uh, it's, it's Freddy Krueger did a kind of a recap of the previous movies and then kind of right. explains what he's going to do. And then like five minutes later, the film starts. And you're like, man, they've explained a lot in the opening credits. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> Filmmakers should take note here. There is no waste in this movie. No waste. Oh Please watch Freddy vs. Jason. Honestly, I'm, it's, it's on Netflix. It's so much fun. Get a few beers, a few gins, whatever. I was going to say, I feel like it, it will probably require some sort of alcohol. <laughs> I mean, the, the film is almost 20 years old, which is crazy as well. It never got a sequel. Oh, Sammy, that's like your favourite thing. I know. They did release sequels in the comics, though. It was Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash from The Evil Dead. <laughs> and... They are absolutely awesome. Nice. Again, I'm gonna gonna take your word for it because honestly, like you told me that you both told me that I would like this film and I really didn't. So I wish I'd had a few beers before this. I watched uh, Fear Street, watched all of it. All three parts. How is it? I thought the second part was the best one. Uh, that was really good. That was like set in a, a sort of summer camp in nineteen seventy eight. And that was really good. That was excellent. First one was good. The third one, uh, which goes back to the origins of it, I thought was the sort of the weakest of it. But thankfully, then that kind of ended after about an hour, and then it tied up the whole story, like going back to the the original nineteen eighty four or whatever it is. I can't remember. But yeah, I'm sorry. As a sort of a block of films, it was fairly entertaining. Pretty good actually. Mm. I enjoyed it. I know you didn't particularly like it very much. Nah, I gave up during the second one as well because I was really looking forward to it. So I might go back and get a second one or a go because that's my... I like, I like that camp slasher type idea. Yeah. So I might just give it another bash. That reminds yeah. me, Sammy, if you can get a... I think it's on Shudder. Vicious Fun. I watched I don't it. Shudder anymore. Oh, because I watched it at Fright Fest and it's like an like a sort of pastiche of like 80s slasher movies and it's all like neon and techno and it's, it's very, very good. Uh, I saw that at the same time. It's, it's, it's really good, uh, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it pulls in all sorts of elements, doesn't it? Not just horror yeah. elements, it's like almost like Back to the Future and all this. And yeah, the, the style of it and things like that. Did I mention this in the last podcast? Or was it somebody else I was talking to about a film called The Final Girls? 
It's on Netflix. You were talking to us yeah. about it. Yeah, that's really good. That's a lot of fun. Kind of like uh, Friday the 13th meets uh, Last Action Hero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they're, they are putting a lot of like kind of stuff like that on, obviously, with it coming up to Halloween. I think they're adding a lot more kind of like, but like kitsch horror type of Yeah. Yeah. I watched something, oh, what's that called again? Hell is where the home is. It's kind of home invasion type idea. It's all right, actually. It's not bad. All right. The title sounds like you could buy it for two pounds and ask that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. It was an interesting movie. It kind of reminded me a lot of that film. Ah, uh, what was it called? The, the Apartment that was out earlier this year. It's Dave Franco directed it. Is that what it was called? Don't know. I don't know. Kind of, I can't remember. It reminded me of that a lot. Sorry, my we're talking about someone in the candy man. I just turned around there and I was like, what the fuck is that? The cats just appeared in the couch, but I literally <laughs> just saw ears pop up and I was like, what is that? But I mean... Whew, that was a bit of a fright. I think that's my it first should... ever not recommend, guys. I'm really sorry. It can't be, it can be, surely. It can't be. Have, I think I've liked been... everything else that we've watched. No, there's been others, I think. Either somebody's not liked it or couldn't recommend it, I'm sure. Not having listened back, obviously. There's got to be, I mean, I want to look through the kind of previous episodes. There's got to be something you've not liked, maybe. That can't be the first time, surely. I don't know. I must admit, I was absolutely, I, I have listened to that deleted scenes, I don't know how many times I've listened to it last night. I was sitting actually crying at like 11 o'clock last night, just pissing myself laughing. It's so funny. So I can't remember which one of you it is that talks about his wife keeps asking why he wants barbecue, and I was actually crying. That was you, Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> the, steaks, the steaks are getting raided and raider. I was actually screaming. So funny. I'm just going to stand at Army Hammer and uh, <laughs> listen to the podcast and slide in my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the Psycho and Frenzy pod was like. I was listening to it and I was like, oh my god, we really know our stuff. Like, that sounds really fucking good. I'm actually tempted well, to go back and listen to the first one we did, the compare. Oh, the John oh, Wick one. I would cringe, I would cringe at that, I think. It's short, that's the, the, the thing I take from it. The, the first one was really short, it's like 35 minutes or something, or 40 minutes, you know. I think we were just uh, nervous about <laughs> putting ourselves out there. I yeah. like John Wick. Keanu Reeves is good. This film had guns in action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we weren't obviously like, uh, we were possibly too afraid to, you know, offend anyone or express controversial opinions. Yeah. 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 That shit has sailed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's well over the horizon by now, isn't it? <laughs> Oh dear. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm looking forward to, for all that I just didn't like this one, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with this because I, I don't know too much about it in terms of how it follows on or how it reinvents them. So I'm kind of looking forward to see what they do with it and equally, you know, pressing times for race relations, etc. So it'll be interesting to see how the dynamic is taken on and all that sort of thing. So I'm mm-hmm. intrigued. Oh, definitely, yeah. That'd be good. I'm going to go and try and see that. Is um, it the night the night house? Night house, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I, I'm yes. just saying like that does look good. That looks really good. Uh, I want to go and see Don't Breathe too as well, and I think this week's a good chance of everybody get to see them. Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall. Yeah. You've seen ask, Don't Breathe. I have seen it, and I don't understand why there's a sequel. Like, he was not a character I would like. I mean, I thought it was a great film. Yeah. He's a character I would like to see more of, so I'm just quite surprised that that's a thing. 
Because what if you, tomorrow, the, the very screenings of Kerbal Do tomorrow, I'm going to try and go and see Snake Eyes. Mm-hmm. Because I quite like the G.I. Joe films, to be honest with you. Although this one does look a bit shite compared to the other two. The other two had really good, the had really good cast as well. I mean, the first one's got Sienna Miller, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. The yeah. second one's The Rock. This one, <laughs> this one's not much better. Chris Farrakos would be a real Scottish accent, I forgot about that. Oh, Sammy, I followed him on Instagram after he, he does not fuck about. No, he does not, he's does he? Real, he's really quite, like, fuck the Tories, kill them, hang their bodies in the streets, pretty much. He's very, very political. Yeah, um, there's, there's, there's no chill button in that boy. Hmm. No, I was saying no, interesting. I'm going to try, by the screens I've talked to, I'm going to try and do a double, a double header of G.I. Joe, Snake Eyes, and so we'll see Suicide Squad again. Yeah, Suicide Squad was excellent. really liked it. Get my Margot Robbie fix. Nice. Yep. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have seen it yet, Mary? No. No, I just, do you know what? Like, it's funny because everyone on Twitter is either talking about that or they're talking about all these Marvels, like the What If Marvel. I actually think I'm a wee bit comic booked out. Mm-hmm. Like I think I'm I'm quite enjoying I've had a wee spate of documentaries that I've watched and I've watched some quite like not indie films, but I watched like that John in the Hole and stuff like that. And I I think I'm enjoying not watching like big blockbusters. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think I'm I need a break from that. And I'm uh, that's why I've not I've, I've not seen Black Widow, I've not seen the Suicide Squad, I've not seen any of that. And but I, I but at the same time I don't feel like I'm missing anything. I think yeah. I just need a break. That makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Understand that, yeah. Right. You basically spent the last year and a half uh, pining for a cemetery open, and then when they do all the blockbusters, you revert to watching independent films in the house. Aye, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will go to the cinema for the many saints of Newark, and obviously no time to die because that's I've been clinging on in my bond release for I don't know how long. It feels like it's been delayed, 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 and they've delayed it again in Australia, New yeah. Zealand, because they're back in lockdown. And I'm just like, please, please, can it come out in October? Oh, it will. It will come out. Yeah, definitely. Do you think? think? Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because the there's no indication that they're going to shut things down at all. I know it can happen right. relatively quickly, but there's usually some sort of narrative. Yeah, it, uh, days or weeks before saying, you know, oh, there's going to be another wave, and we've not had that at all. It's just no. a case of everybody just needs to manage, and you just need to go on with it now. So I, I think it. Yeah, these are going to come out. Definitely yes. come out. We're waiting for that. I really like the Billie Eilish song that she's done for it as well. So I'm just mm. bursting to see it. I love my love my Bond movies. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, what is that noise? Do you guys hear that? I did. Yeah. Okay, but I was losing the plot there. It sounds like someone's like hoovering. That'll be Chris. Yeah, it's in here. It's Chris in your house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said his name five times in the mirror. <laughs> 